0: This week, three sides of the coin. Nobody again. We've never had anybody on this show of any worth ever. And this week, definitely. It's just us. Just us. The tradition continues. (laughs) Yep. 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 So we chat a little bit of KISS. We chat a little bit about some concert memories. We chat, you know, we end with even more KISS even more more. kiss and we we ask you a question about it's my life
1: this is three sides of the coin talking all things kiss
0: i want to rock and roll all
1: night you're listening to three sides of the coin Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and Shocker tea? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com.
0: Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Sides of the Coin, the number one Kiss podcast with literally nobody's on this show. In 10 years, we've had nobody on this show.
1: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> nobody doing the show.
0: I challenge somebody who made that comment to go up to Rob Halford and call Rob a nobody, or Dee Schneider a nobody, or Gene Simmons a nobody, or Ted Nugent a nobody, or Dennis DeYoung a nobody. It's fine. Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller. Well, he is a nobody.
1: <laughs> Crazy stuff.
0: Uh, we literally have nobody on the show today.
1: We so. are, as they say in in the uh, in the uh, the broadcast world, winging it.
0: <laughs> We're winging it. We've been winging it a lot lately. And, uh, we apologize for that. We do have, we have a great guest. He's just had some business stuff that's come up over the last few weeks. That's kept forcing him to reschedule. Um, he's extremely sorry about doing that to us, but, uh, we are working to get him rescheduled right now. He's somebody who was there with kiss, um, basically from day one. Even before day one, he was a partner at um, with Neil Bogart in Casablanca. So this goes way, way back. So I don't, I don't want to mention the name. But we've got two or three other uh, people also that we're in the talks with right now. I mean, again, they're just a bunch of nobodies. But. Um, <laughs> We do our best. You know, we keep sitting here hoping we'll be able to get like Paul's pool boy on. I mean, that would be the big score, wouldn't it?
2: No, the hot dog vendor at the Met Center in 1976.
0: I'm working on that one. I, yeah, Honestly. He sold a well, hot I, dog I... to Gene Simmons' uh, girlfriend groupie one night at a show.
1: nice <laughs> <laughs> All, all kidding aside, you know what? Now you figure this weekend, Kiss is playing. Um, you know things are going to start ramping up. Oh, that's something we can talk about. Judas Priest announced a uh, big uh, tour. Tour, big tour. Yeah, matter of fact, tickets go on sale Friday, which uh, yours truly will be. Uh, um, attacking camping, the camp, keyboard, camp,
0: camping out at at the the arena to buy your tickets.
1: Well, you know what? I can yeah, I never thought I'd say this. I actually miss that.
0: I do, too. You know, it was was fun.
1: Uh, Well, not only that, that's how I got to know so many people, too. So many people that I'm friends with now, we eventually just kind of met at shows over the years. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, you're seeing them, you know, at this convention, (laughs) you know.
0: I mean, you know, when you when you make out with somebody at a concert, you're bound to stay (laughs) friends with them for a while.
1: Yeah, in the front row, like that. Ted
2: must have been like, "Hey, you know, what about me? I'm playing here for you guys, and you know."
1: And then he saw it. it,
2: He's like, "Oh, it's surrounded, us. Now I get it. I get it.
1: As a 17-year-old boy, that was one of the that was one of the greatest fucking times, man. It was so much fun. My buddy and I still talk about it.
0: You were getting high fives all day the next day, weren't you? Oh, my God. You made out with the only chick at the concert. Can we get her on the show? Oh, God, I wish. Yeah, that
1: was, that's funny. That Again, that was just a crazy, a surreal time. I mean...
0: Well, I mean, I you mean, know, con- con- concerts were kind of that in general back then. Because... You know, you, first of all, you had no social media, so you didn't have friends that you had online that you were planning a get together. You might've had your buddy from high school or junior high that you went together with. But other than that, you know, you show up there and it's a whole bunch of people sitting around you that you don't know. And then you start getting to know because you're all there for one common cause.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, Mike, there's so many other things like, you know, I remember after shows it's cause I was thinking about it this week. Cause uh, record store day is Saturday. And the one that I really, really want is, uh, is the triumph box, the allied forces, uh, cause it's coming with a live show. And I, I was a really, really big fan of theirs back then. And that's when my friends and I, after the shows, we literally run out of Kobo and then try to run around because it had a really steep stairs to go down and try and catch the bands um as they were leaving and I, I remember that one in particular because we got to talk to all three of the guys they signed my tour book it was I was just thinking about that how I don't know how many times and how many musicians and stuff that I met that I wanted to and got you know autographs and but it wasn't just like like that it was like you know same thing at Harpo's We try and run around without getting shot (laughs) (laughs) run around you know trying to to catch the bands and man it was just such an innocent fun time and it it was funny because nobody you know there was no internet where anyone said oh if you want to do that you know you just kind of like figured it out on your own Mm -hmm. it was always just such a big deal and just, you know, even uh, the tailgating part of it, you know, we used to park at a certain section. And, you know, same thing with Joe Lewis here. You know, we, we parked in a certain area. Man, it was just a, a great, I, I actually feel sorry for the kids these days. They're not going to have those.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, the, one, the besides the waiting in line to buy tickets, the other thing I always remember would be the next day in school. Mm-hmm. And it was a ritual. You had to wear your concert jersey. yep. These jerseys back then, people. You didn't buy a lot of T-shirts. You bought the baseball jerseys. And you would wear your jersey to school next day. And you would see who else from school went because they would yep. be walking around in their jerseys as well.
1: Dude, I remember that vividly. It was funny. I, on uh, Again, just, you know, just looking at the triumph site they're selling those retros jerseys so actually a lot of bands are doing it but they're the exact ones from that allied forces tour uh, it's such a great record
0: i think Um, i think more bands need we've talked about it with kiss but i think more bands need to start doing that retro stuff you know mm -hmm. i i kill me but all of my concert t-shirts got sold in a garage sale decades ago by my mom you know and i had probably hundreds of them that got sold for two bucks a piece and it just kills me that i don't have i
1: i I don't i don't know why i did it but i i saved i've got tons of them i i know i've told the story before uh, when van halen played my son wore my, my fair warning 1981 jersey to the show, and we were there, some guy offered him a hundred bucks to buy it right off his back. Cause he had it, he bought his new shirt. We had it, you know, whatever stuff in his pocket or whatever. And he's like, dude, I'll buy that right now. He whipped a hundred dollars out. It's like and he, my my son looked at me, I'm like, No. <laughs> no, which I still have that year Um, I actually I I posted some pictures years ago on my Facebook page. My Blizzard of Oz tour shirt when I uh uh matter of fact, I saw Randy Rose about six weeks before he died um it was february i want to say 8th of uh here at kobo and i got my tour shirt from if you remember that torture was really cool because it had the the knife in the back and the and the uh, american mm-hmm. uh you know whatever it just said blizzard of oz on the back and anyways i i just posted some pictures i could not believe the amount of people who offered me money for it you know quite a few and uh i didn't think about it i was just going through some boxes trying to you know, look for some stuff and move some stuff around it, And, you know, it's really, that's even like right now, I, you know, I don't know if any of it was recorded, but I'm still trying to get my vinyl all in order. Cause you know, since, uh, since the whole vinyl kick is, is, is gone on a lot lately. I'm just, I just haven't had the time to, to file it all properly. So whenever I'm down here, cause I'm not down here much, I'm you know, going through, it's tons of stuff so but that, that's you know getting back to the, the the jerseys and stuff but that's I mean it's just fun to go through that stuff I would be bummed if I you know um to, matter of fact um I've I recently joined an Aerosmith collectors group and uh, I sent some stuff that and I they posted some uh, some stuff some belt buckles and stuff that I had and they were like oh my god you know so it's just cool I, I mean i i picked that kind of stuff up i mean back in the 70s i loved aerosmith and you know we've talked about this many times but they just didn't have the merchandise that kissed it you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you know yeah. I'd, I'd get my kiss stuff but you know whatever the occasional aerosmith ball ball ball, ball or the nugent one or whatever and, and at that point there was no deep purple stuff or any of the other bands um, that i was really into but uh, I digress. Yeah, that was great stuff, Mike. Those old 70s and 80s jerseys and shirts are just so cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I that's the one thing that I just regret not keeping hold of. I've still got all of my ticket stubs. I got all of my old tour books and all that sort of stuff. Because I I would buy tour books all the time at any shows I went to, as well as shirts. I mean, it was, it was sort of that ritual of, okay, I'm going to take this this will date you i mean like okay i'm gonna take 60 bucks to the concert oh my god yeah. you know that was a lot of money remember oh, that, it was was incredible. Incredible. that was a lot of money but 60 bucks i'd be like okay i'm getting a t-shirt i'm getting a tour book i'm gonna get a hat and i'll probably get a pin or something else as well i mean i remember that at the creatures of the night show it's just like all right i've got like 40 bucks here what can i get i know i gotta get a tour book and a t-shirt what else and that was always the ritual it was like as soon as i got in the venue i immediately went to the merch stands and because i didn't want to miss out on something yeah. selling out
1: oh my god sorry i was just reading lisa's we are all tax. like oh were. what what I just read lisa's text yeah i won't yeah talk we, here yeah wow we are um oh, she's fine all, by the way she's fine yeah
2: we're all yeah we're we were all like that we all went through that you had to budget i told you the story about when i went up to duluth for the dynasty show and spent all my money and couldn't get home
0: couldn't get home oh that's right
1: that's a
2: great story. Yeah. yeah so there you go you yeah. know because that's what you're so thinking okay what can i get for this amount of money you
1: know well oh, remember Peter Arquette told that story too. He like slept in some bushes or whatever. He slept in a porno
0: everybody. theater. <laughs> a porno
1: theater. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh that's too
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. I I I miss that. Sometimes not so much, but I mean, you could relate, Mark. But you know, in 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 Minnesota, if you were standing in line for tickets outside in like December.
1: Oh boy. It
0: sucked, sucked, sucked so much because you could be there for six hours in line and it's, you know, zero degrees outside and wind chill. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, at least when they you could go, like, buy tickets at the department stores like Dayton's and stuff like that. But they made you wait outside there, too. Well, I remember sometimes you did. If you got there right away and you were the first in line, you might be able to wait inside the door before hmm. the door opened <laughs> into the, the, the department store. But then everybody else was lining up outside around the mall
1: oh here's here's one story that
0: this is why i absolutely
1: yeah i i liked it to the fact that it's a it's a nice childhood memory but one of the last times i did it was fucking horrible i'll share this story real quick because i don't think i've ever shared it on the show um it was when cooper came back on the constrictor tour it's uh in 86 i think 85 86 and that was uh it was going to be the nightmare returns. He was, you know, bring Kane Roberts, the whole, you know, shebang. He's, you know, it was going to be the evil Alice again. And my buddy, Jimmy, and I, we got down to Joe Lewis arena at like 11 o'clock, you know, the night before because tickets went on sale, whatever, 10 o'clock Saturday morning, whatever it was. And we went down there at like 11 o'clock at night. And, uh, <clears throat> So we're we hanging out downtown Detroit with my buddy, and there's probably a dozen other people. We're just when everyone's you know drinking beer and whatever, having a good time. But the next day, and Detroit was really really rough then. And the next day there, the government or no, whatever I said, it, the city of Detroit was having No Crime Day. I'll never forget this. So we're lined up backs against joe Luis marina and the fucking line is like wrapped around joe lewis by like i don't know nine o'clock in the morning well it was so it was getting kind of rowdy so they a bunch of police officers came and they you know everyone was being pretty cool but i mean it was it was a pretty big crowd some fucking knucklehead started throwing firecrackers and all them fucking cops went down oh. like like they were gunshots, and they everyone started fucking because like I one of them screamed like you know whatever, whatever the police were talking you know gunfire, <laughs> and here I am because I was like one of the first six people fucking in line you know, and I'm like just sitting there I'm like fuck this I ain't moving
0: you're like I'm standing my ground here I'm not giving up my, fuck. my
1: fucking ground yeah I don't give a fuck, <laughs> and sure as shit man the fucking cops all made us fucking leave. And then when we come back, I was, I, I was in, I was blue in the face, fucking screaming. I'm like, I'm in the first 10 people or whatever. Fuck. No, I ended up all the way at the fucking back, literally a half an hour before tickets went on sale. And my brother and I ended up going, my, my buddy, Jimmy, who he waited out with us that night, he didn't, he didn't buy a ticket. He was so mad. He's like, no, because all they're going to have is fucking nosebleed, which is where we sat, ended up getting tickets. It's like, fuck that. I wanted to be up front. That's the whole reason I waited outside. And, you know, it was just one of those wah, wah, you know, yeah. it didn't work out.
0: I, 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 yeah. I don't know. You guys probably remember it too. You know, initially it was first come first serve. Meaning if you were the first person in line, you got That's, front yeah. row center tickets. And it just, you know, it, moved from there back in the line. And then that was like, if the tickets were only sold at the venue, then all of a sudden the venue would sell tickets and three record stores and two department stores would also put tickets on sale at the same time. And it was all before computerized ticketing. So Mm -hmm. you never knew which one got what allotment of tickets. Usually the venue got the better seats but you didn't know i mean dayton sometimes had the main floor seats and if you didn't go to dayton's you missed out on it so that sort of made it a little tougher when that started happening and then i remember like right before they got rid of all of the standing in line it was no longer they started giving out risk numbers basically
1: i hated that
0: and it was it was it wasn't your first in line your number one It was all of a sudden you're first in line, but now it's a lottery of what number you're going to get. Because when we open the doors, we let people in by numbers. And it's like, so what's the point of standing outside for six hours, freezing my ears off to be the first one to get number 100. And that just sort of ended that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. those, Those were the days. Let me tell you kids, those were the days. Well,
1: I, you know, I, I remember, and then I, I found out shortly thereafter, this probably would have been, it was, it was the the KISS reunion tour. That's when I started going, I'm going to have better luck just going in the parking lot before the show. I remember Joe Marshall and I, we went to a bunch of shows and I remember going to, I think like Hamilton, Ontario, maybe Toronto. We, would, we did, it. <laughs> I remember getting in. You know the same tickets that were one hundred and twenty dollars. You know, two hours before the show, ten minutes before the show, they were twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, we we're getting in for fucking. You know, at next
0: to nothing. That, that that's what that's when secondary market tickets, i.e., scalpers, were happening before um, StubHub and all that other stuff. So yeah, I mean, if there, your only risk was is it a, actually a legit ticket or were they selling you a counterfeit ticket that when you went in, you got busted on, but otherwise you're right. If you waited to like five minutes before showtime, those scalpers were taking anything they could get for that ticket. Cause Dude, I did that
1: like it. three nights straight, I think in Cleveland, you know, Toledo, Chicago. I, fuck, we were going, I was going to so many fucking shows then. And uh, again, same thing, just, wait 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 and then right before the you know because you knew kiss at the time was going on or whatever nine o'clock you knew you had till nine and you know we always waited so
0: and worked and, out and nowadays i don't even worry about that it's just like about four or five o'clock in the afternoon you, i go up to the the uh, ticket window at the venue and ask him for the best available seat day of show because At that point in time, they're usually releasing tickets Mm -hmm. that were on hold or more importantly, and this goes for everybody, it's like, you know, they have a general idea of what tickets to sell based on the stage plot beforehand, but until the stage is actually set up, they might realize, oh, we can put an extra two rows in, or we lost a row or All those friends and family tickets that were on hold, well, 12 of those people are not showing up tonight. So all those tickets get put back in to the ticket system to purchase. And that only happens day of show, you know, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. And if you are really, if you're okay with even going to a show by yourself, oh, you can score great seats if you go up there and ask for the best. Single ticket. There's usually a single ticket in one of the front rows that you know. I
1: did that for Judas Priest last time they were here. I had a. Sh- I don't know what happened. All my I I had fucked right. Twenty friends that were going, and I I forgot what for whatever whatever reason I didn't get my ticket, and I went down day of show Mike and what you just said, and I just bought a single ticket, right up front, and uh, man that, that was when I was telling you that story. When they played Turbo, I went and bought my shirt and the fucking jerk, the guy, thought that was the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I couldn't even walk in here before the show. He's like, because he was like reading a book or something. I'm like, hey, you know, I get a shirt. He goes, wow, because you're not staying there. I go, no, they're playing Turbo. He was like totally out of it. He's, he's like, that was funnier. Fuck. And he's like, this is when I start getting some of the old time insurance shit, man. After I, because as soon as Turbo started, I walked the fucking you know t-shirt place and uh sure shot there was people behind that guy was just like well, this happens every show <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's funny. this friday when tickets go on sale um one of my 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 friends from the kiss cruise is coming in from uh from buffalo he's a he, he's just as big a priest fan as he is a kiss fan matter of fact uh him, he's gonna go to uh I think the night before Detroit or two nights before is Youngstown, Ohio. So he's going to go to that show. And then he's coming in um, for the Sunday show here in Detroit. So, um, so, so my point is on, 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 Friday, when tickets go on sale, I'm going to get, get three, one for myself, my son and, and my buddy, Bob. So looking forward to just, I'm just going out to a, a concert. It's going to be, you know, so excited. Just yeah, it's, it,
0: it, it's it's exciting to see tours being announced and shows being scheduled, and you know, returning to whatever the new normal is going to be, but a normal where you can go out and do stuff. Yeah. It, so, it Tommy, how
1: was how was your concert experience the other night? It was fantastic. Uh,
2: Doctor Mark and I went to see a Steel Panther.
0: Oh boy. Oh sorry to hear that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know.
0: I I don't care what
2: you guys think, it it doesn't affect me at all. I loved it. And it was, they were great. Uh, but it was nice to be back and seeing a concert. And it was pretty much sold out. And I didn't see any masks. No one was socially distancing. It was like an it was like being in a normal rock show. It was it was wonderful. You know, and I kept looking around going, I can't believe I'm here. You know, thinking, wow just you know nine months ago everyone was you know Mm -hmm. open like this it was fantastic and everyone had smiles on their faces and you could tell they were all so happy to be out again and uh seeing live music and of course we ended up standing next to the proverbial proverbial drunk um so you know pretty much everybody
0: at a steel panther concert
2: not like this guy this guy is like at a motley cruise show he was just and it's just like look i get you on a party and have a good time and I'm all for having a couple of cocktails but he had one in each hand and he is like like that i just don't i don't understand what the upside to that is i agree
0: you know and you know? and even at that it's like why would they sell it to him i mean you know are they, well, he, they'll do no. anything to make money, or did he have they, somebody else buy him for him?
2: Bingo. There was other people there and they kept going and buying rounds. And I even said to one of the girls at one point, I'm like, you know, you really probably shouldn't give him anymore. You know, I'm surprised he's still standing. And she's like,
0: no, he's great. And
2: I'm like, what? what You're
0: like, here, let me push him over. See? Yeah, just, I don't want no. him
2: vomiting on me. So just stay over there. You know, but yeah, it was just, it was wonderful. It it was so great. And, and to be back in that, you know, situation again was just, I don't know, it felt so good. And I've got country fest, which is a huge festival coming up in two weeks.
0: There should be some good drinking and puking there.
2: Oh, there's always drinking and puking there. Those country fans are way more uh, partiers than the rock people. The country fans don't actually go see any of the bands during the day. They stay in the campgrounds and drink and party. And then they come into the festival at night to see the two biggest, you know, headliners or they're not around all day. Whereas the rock people show up early. They watch all the bands They're, you know, from stage to stage and they're engaged the whole time. Not that there aren't drinkers too, but way more security issues with the country people.
1: Well, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to um, this Friday um, for my birthday. My daughter got uh, got me a couple of tickets to go to see the Detroit Tigers Friday. And it's funny because I got some calls, uh, a couple a friend, a couple friends of mine called, um, they're like, you come, you know, I I could have went to the Kiss show Saturday, but my daughter already mm. bought us tickets. Um, but um, you know I'm. That's going to be pretty cool this weekend. Kiss playing live and they're debuting uh, the uh,
0: the, A&E uh, documentary. the
1: A&E documentary. So, you know, uh, let's face it, Kiss fans, finally, we're getting some movement in the Kiss camp. And uh, I, I talked to somebody local here who's really into promotions and what they're hearing is the Kiss store. And guys, this is not from Kiss. This is from a local promoter here in Detroit. Said that he's thinking the KISS tour is is looking more and more like it's going to happen. So, um, that's good. Yeah. So we'll see. And again, guys, that's just somebody talking to me here locally. I, you know, don't go, oh, KISS is, t-. I don't know. I'm until, just that- and
0: Yeah. You know, it's always been until KISS announces it. Yes. Don't believe yeah. anything.
1: Yeah. And again, that was a local conversation i had but uh the guy that i talked to was the one that told me uh you know judas Barice is supposed to tour and you know that's gonna so i mean the guy does have some credibility he's a, a big wig in in, uh, in the local music scene here and uh yeah like i said so uh, my fingers crossed um you know hopefully those uh dates get booked and uh
0: we can start, and, and, to and, and, we'll, and we'll have baby. something to start talking about on a Kiss podcast. We've been right. scraping the barrel's bottom for the last year here. How can you not? I mean, there. It was,
1: I, you know. Here is one thing. I guess we could talk. I thought Gene was unusually quiet through the whole thing. Paul, through through the, the the COVID.
0: Well, he he's he has been very active on Twitter. He, he tweets a lot well i shouldn't say he i don't know if it's him or i would say it would Sophie be because well the interesting thing is it's his twitter feed is a mixture of kiss stuff and then news and politics and stuff like that and i just i don't know i don't see gene necessarily wanting to be tweeting out regular news and politics The kiss stuff yeah i mean i can see him doing that all the time um to your point though paul has been more vocal sort of about everything over the last year well plus
1: even you know him and uh, him and ace have been doing those signings for for keith and and those guys i mean gene really hasn't participated in and Gene would be the one that I, if, if you would have said beforehand, who's going to be signing a bunch of stuff, who's going to be out there, you know, trying to, you know, huck his wares or whatever, you know, you want to say. And, uh, and it wasn't Gene, it was Paul. I mean, again, I think it's awesome because fans are getting stuff that they like, but I, I would have thought Gene would have had a hand in that. And and, and it's been Paul. Um,
2: oh, and also too, just so, for, so you guys know, um, that is happening at kiss uh, kiss live auctions the facebook group which we've spoken about many times so make sure that you go and sign up and become a member it's free and then you can watch these live auctions and uh, mr kenny begley who lives in indianapolis and his friends. hold from- on
1: it's kenny fucking begley kenny fucking begley yeah
2: <laughs> he, he lives in indianapolis and he's friends with pete and pj or excuse me i'm sorry pj and keith And so those guys will come over to his house, and that's where they host a lot of these things. So you can pick up autographed things directly uh, done by Paul or Ace right now. So for those of you that aren't in the know and weren't sure what Mark was speaking of, that's what he's talking about. And then Bruce is on there and does stuff, and Eric has been on there before and done stuff. So you can find some really cool things. Plus, there's a lot of other uh, vendors too. A lot of other people who auction stuff off every week so you can find maybe that collectible you've been looking for.
0: Plus, you know, every once in a while you might tune in and there'll be a horse show going on. Yeah, yeah.
2: We'll do an auction from time to time and the horses will stick their heads in that window right there because they're looking for treats. Wheelbird. So, you know, <laughs> Wheelbird. <laughs> so there you go. Kiss Live Auctions on
0: Facebook. But it, it, it will be exciting to have fresh things happening in the KISS world, you know, mm-hmm. they've been posting, they, as in, um, I saw it was Tommy Thayer who made the post, but then KISS shared it, some mm-hmm. photos from rehearsals mm-hmm. and, and being the KISS geeks we are, they're rehearsing in Las Vegas. Yes. which Not, I, I to, not I to mention California. So, and, but we know that's because, um, Three of the four now live in the Vegas area. Gene's now living mm-hmm. in the Vegas area. <clears throat> he was buying a house in the state of Washington. That's not happening. And then I guess he was going to buy something like in northern Nevada. And I'm not sure that's happening. He now got a pretty cool looking place in Vegas. TMZ had some photos of it up.
1: Cool there's been some chatter of the lovely Liz and I may be taking a Vegas run um, sometime here in the next month. So may do that for a weekend. Um,
0: But yes, so the band is rehearsing. They're rehearsing for the Tribeca Film Festival show. And it'll be interesting to see what kind of show that is. I don't expect it's going to be a full end of the road stage production show. Well,
1: here's something that I, it's, you know, and because by the time this airs, it's not a full show. You know, they're just playing a few songs.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's like whenever they've done stuff, whether it was for Lane Bryant or the Detroit Rock City opening night, you know, they'll do four or five shows and production will depend on where they are. And yeah, I, frankly, I mean, I don't know, maybe, you know, I don't even know if they're going to be in makeup. I assume they'd be in makeup for Tribeca, because it's oh, I, I, tied oh, into the A and E.
1: The only thing I do know for sure um, is that it's not a full Kiss show, meaning it's not like it's it's not like an end of the road. You're going right. to see Kiss play for two hours with all the bells and whistles. That's yeah. You know, I don't know anything more than that. Other than it's that's not happening. The full. I mean, they might have full production for five songs. I don't know, but you're not getting a, a two-hour end-of-the-road right. show. That, that's, that's for sure. Um, what, again, where's, that was, what venue are they doing it in? Do you know? I, you know, I really don't know. Hmm. Well, maybe, maybe it's more of like
2: a meet-and-greet, palm-pressing thing. I don't know. I don't
1: know a lot about it other than I, I just know what it's not. That's, that's all I know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't get me wrong. I mean, had circumstances been different, I would have went, but you know, uh, not going to get home. soup Plus it's record store day on Saturday.
0: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that. Mark, Mark puts records above a kiss show. Hold on.
1: If this was the full Monty, as they say, it would have been different, but knowing ahead of time that it's not, you know, we're just, we're just learning.
0: We're learning Mark's Except priorities in
1: life.
2: No, he's he's putting he's putting family ahead.
1: Yes, okay. that is that is true. Because that's I, what he's doing. Yes, uh, like I said, it's a Friday night we're re- we're gonna. Matter of fact, and something I never do, I'm gonna take it off work a little bit early, and we're gonna go downtown Detroit, which we do a lot of and always have. We're gonna go downtown and uh, hit some restaurants and bars, and then we're gonna go watch the ball game, and then we're gonna come home and, and I'm going to get up really early and start my record shopping and, uh, you know, i have a really great weekend. So. so how much,
2: how much do you expect that triumph box set to be?
1: I don't know. You know, um, I'll I'm be curious guessing. to hear. I'm again, guessing I, I have zero to gauge zero seat. to no idea. Yeah. So but <laughs> if I was guessing 40 to 60, maybe oh, that's it. I don't know. I could be wrong. I, again, okay. that's just me making a guess. Um, yeah. Here's put it this way. I, here's why I want this thing. Number one, I love the record, but I have an original print from, I think it was 82 when it came out. I have the original one. been a fan from day one, um, but they've got a live show on vinyl. Um, and that's what I want. Most of all, um, okay. I want the, I want the live show. So it's fine. I've been, I've been, just so deep diving into a lot of my favorite bands i'm really i'm really been concentrating on on uh, radio shows and stuff like that matter of fact this was kind of i just got i won't pimp the site if someone wants if someone wants to know where i think the greatest like to find really cool live recordings you can i me i'm not going to pimp it um but i just picked this up i got this this week and um it's six radio shows from, uh, from BOC. And, um, one of them, I, I it's funny cause I, I'm pretty well versed in this stuff, but one of them I didn't know it was a BBC rock hour, which was uh, taped here in Detroit back in 1977. So, and I listened to that today and I had a smile on my face, you know, year to year, but again, just going back and I'm really been looking for radio shows and, uh, I just love them, you know? Um, they're just so fresh sounding and a lot of the bands know you know when they're you know going to be recorded and, and it it's i don't know it's just extra special i guess um, especially the ones from the late 70s early 80s because it was such a new thing then you know what i mean it it wasn't like you know the mtv which which were cool too um i and i look look i'm I'm sure you guys remember too remember when kiss was on the mtv concert which was you know just the animalized live and censored but that was a pretty special time that was all so new uh Mm -hmm. speaking of which triumph had one too and that was a big uh yeah was a big bunch of people did yeah that's what i mean it It, was just a great a great i tell you what here's here's something i've had this forever but you know here's a king biscuit from um, aerosmith with Jimmy Crespo, what a what a fucking incredible God, show! I was. I
0: I I miss King Biscuit Flower Hour. Wasn't yeah. it? That was that was that, that was, I look forward to that every, every week. That and, that and that and Rock every week was mm-hmm. was just great to listen to.
2: Well, that's God. one for you guys. Should j- go back and find Greg Jarnick was on.
0: I'll I'll, re- about- I'll I'll repost that in uh, up an up, upcoming weeks here. I'll, okay. I'll replace Michael,
1: that old rock at, line. These show. are just some of the things I can. You
0: should. Yep. Off yep. the record. Yeah, the gym
1: the gym Lab. Um,
2: well, and also too, I want to mention for all of you, uh, all of you that are also fans of Van Halen, go to the Van Halen news desk because somebody found the oh, video from 1981 where they're playing at the Dinosaur Park, and it. <laughs> You, it's like, it's like, it's, it's on par with the eye video. It's something <laughs> if you're a Van Halen, got to see, you know, yes. so go there or look on my Facebook page because I shared it.
0: Did, did, um, I'm did, in. did anybody threaten to burn the master of that Van Halen <laughs> video? If you didn't get money? No,
2: no, uh-uh. no, no one live or dead. <laughs>
0: Oh, man! Um, well, was, you, you know, know
1: that's, what? That, that's that's the great. Remember I, when Kiss finally got
0: out on King Biscuit
1: in '84? Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I love. it, was you know, a big deal. T- to me as a fan. Oh, hold on.
1: There was the earlier one though. There was one from '75. Yeah. There was creatures, wasn't there? Well, no, no. There was one from '75, where uh, from Cleveland, um, where they did. Uh, that's where you get the live version of Let Me Know.
0: Ah. Uh-huh. The other one. The other fact, one was from the I Lick It Up Tour, Tommy.
1: I don't have that okay. but the one side was the hello people and if you know anything about seven they wore makeup too right um if i because i have an ad for that show i have the show i just have matter of fact i have it on you now, but um in- but i think that bootleg was called the original press was called live in hell i think and it's got like five songs from cleveland cleveland um and it's uh and let me know it's so really really cool stuff so that but like i said you know the king biscuit had everybody on you
0: know yeah well i just i just ordered i usually don't do this um i just ordered the almost famous 20th anniversary 6lp box set for the movie almost famous And first of all, I love that movie. Absolutely love it. But this includes, I'm trying to find um, the full description here.
2: Do you get a Stillwater t-shirt?
0: I've actually got a Stillwater t-shirt I bought. Um, It includes all of the music from the movie, which has always been an issue with Almost Famous in the past. They weren't able to clear a lot of the rights. So it includes all of the music that was played in there, but it also includes an album of Stillwater, who is the fictitious band in Almost Famous. So, And it's just got a bunch of other extras like posters and photos and stuff like that. But I don't know. uh, Again, Almost Famous, if you've never watched Almost Famous, you know, first of all, what's wrong with you? Go find it, go watch it. It's... great movie lots of great music um you know all about touring life in the 70s yeah
2: it's, it's wonderful
0: it's a great movie groupies rock and roll um so let's see before we everybody signs off kiss news wise so we've got the tribeca show We've got the A&E documentary. We've got the soundboard recording, which we're trying to get a show where we're gonna do a full review of this. If, if the label would cooperate and send all of us an advanced stream of it. Um, I can tell you I've heard it. I've gotten the full stream of it and it sounds pretty good sounds damn good i mean it's it's i don't i can't say this for sure because i'm not the audiophile minutia geek but i don't think there was any tweaking it's not like a live where they redid the whole thing let's put it that way right um so I am looking forward to getting the vinyl I've ordered. I ordered the vinyl from Amazon. I don't know when it's going to ship, although I've seen some people have already gotten it who ordered it from Amazon in Germany. The vinyl's already starting to show oh, up. So
1: so some people have. Yes. I know that the Japanese one Russell Russell said the Japanese one came with a poster. Um a reprint of the actual gig poster, which Go ahead, Tommy, you ready? I already have the real gig poster for that. But then, <laughs> um but um sorry um i've got business It's for another it's whatever i got a little business uh anyways um so yeah that i i did see some people also i someone called me i guess on some kiss site or something somebody said some people are getting delay things is that you guys heard that
0: i haven't seen any delays on that what i have seen that's not delayed but it's been canceled is um do you remember richie scarlet and peter chris released something and the vinyl mm-hmm. yeah that, that was... has been canceled
1: oh I, someone contacted me about that today i have the emperor the catman and the emperor my, yeah i think my local friend's company who's got a label i thought they were i'm, I'm going to actually reach out to him and see if uh you know he can give you the inside scoop on that
0: yeah it's just the vinyl people cds are already out there i i could mark and you you can find out if you talk to your friend but i would only speculate that they canceled the vinyl just because production issues of delays and getting vinyl printed cost related to that it's sort of a you know it's funny in in general we're all coming out i shouldn't say we all are the US is really coming out of the COVID lockdown. But what we're finding is production has not ramped up to full capacity. I mean, nowhere near it. Probably attest to this. What's the deal with with a, a sheet of plywood is worth more than a freaking new car these days because there's just not enough plywood. There's not enough wood out there for construction.
1: Dude, well, tell me about it. It's almost I, as
2: much as a new car.
0: Yeah.
1: I just had, I just had somebody, I did some work for two years ago and they're like, Hey, I, I found your number. You did a bunch of work for us, uh, you know, a couple of years ago. And he's like, could you come out and take care of, you know, something. And he, I, I went out and I looked at the job and when I got back to my office, I gave him a quote and he's like, Whoa, 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 what the hell? And I'm like, dude, if you think prices, cause you know, there's a lot of forming, you know, i said dude you're you're looking at 2018 prices i look i can go broke all by myself i don't need you to help me yeah yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) i'm like that that's the fucking price he's like oh my god i'm like how do you think i feel (laughs) when i go to you know go buy fucking material man It's, it's put it this way if you're in the construction trades right now motherfucker it's terrible
0: well, I, I'm i I'm I'm, I'm I'm sensing that everywhere, like, you know, just, I mean, I I mean, not that this is in the same league as that, but to go to Minnesota, I needed to call Delta Airlines because we were having three of us fly out on one day, Katrina fly back early, Tuli and I fly back later. You can't book a flight like that online. Eight hour wait. To get oh. somebody from delta online so i'm like all oh right so i said they said well we'll call you back and you know the automated will call you back when you're next in line and i'm like yeah. sure fine call me back that was 11 o'clock in the morning they called me back 11 30 at night <laughs> and i missed the call of course i mean it was 11 30 yeah. at night but i mean that's just what we're dealing with right now mm-hmm. is everything was shut down. I mean, there's just no materials out there. It's going to take another but, year for everything to get fully ramped up to speed to produce uh, like it was being produced prior to COVID. That's impacting vinyl releases a lot. But, but I, think I think that, that there's also, uh, I was just going to say, I think
2: there's also a couple of things that are screwy about this. Cause I went to the store the other day to get, I don't know, 30 feet of gutter. And that was reasonable. It was like $6.75 per 10-foot piece. I was expecting it to be way more. But then I had to do my last seven or eight posts for my fencing for the horses. And I use railroad ties. Now these are used railroad ties that were taken off of a railroad line. So it's not like they were manufactured or had to be manufactured. When I first started the job two years ago or three years ago, they were $5.99 a piece. Today, they're $25.99. That's how much they went up, but yet they're not producing them. So really the only cost increase should be the gas for the truck to haul them. So it's like, I almost think that some of the stuff is going up just for the sake of going up over even what michael was saying with production well
0: I mean, there's, yeah, there's
1: inflation yeah there's inflation but really. i
0: mean even, even like with and I, i'm just speculating even like with the railroad ties it could just be that they don't have the supply yes they're just old railroad oh, ties yeah. but 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 two years ago they had a stocked up supply because they were always getting them in during the covid shutdown they weren't resupplying i'm I would be oh, very I, I confident in saying they weren't resupplying in stuff. They weren't going out and getting it cuz you couldn't. Now that we're back open again, they need to to fill that demand. Um it's going to take a while. It, I mean like, it, we're, we're, we're 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 living in capitalism right now, people. Supply and demand is showing what it's yep. all about right at this moment. And speaking of,
1: I'm going to I'm going to put this right back into the Kiss fans lap. Um, a very cool project that I, I helped with um, is I just got the official okie-dokie um, that everything, I submitted a lot of stuff for it. Look for something really fucking cool uh, end of the year, October, November, um, just in time for Christmas. So Are you
0: uh, just saying this so the cesspool will start another thread? About Mark Chikini thinks he knows something cool is coming down the road.
1: No, because I, I don't care. I don't whatever. <laughs> you know, put it this way: last Christmas, I think I said that there's going to be some cool things, and Lord, you know, the soundboard thing, which was one of the things that you know, and then uh, the Alive thing that came out earlier was another one of the things that I wasn't trying to big stuff. Or, I'm just saying, hey guys, especially if you remember, right? It was pretty dark i mean we just went through a rough election on both sides and people were you know whatever covid was getting them down i was just trying to go hey guys us kiss geeks
0: there's something
1: to look for yeah Yeah, there's stuff to look forward to so you know forget about the politics forget about the the virus you know the stuff we love is coming out and and that's what i said it for and as we joked about or whatever i mean sure sure enough there was people on the cesspool. I don't. I don't want to talk. Cares. I'm. You know what? It's a badge of honor to be not be liked by the half dozen assholes oh God, who yes. don't like you. Jesus yeah. Christ! You think I fucking get up and do this shit for it for them? I don't care. I don't even. Again, you want to know Just, something? What you, What you're saying
2: though? All that shit is still coming out before the magic book. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exactly. Mic drop. Thank you (laughs) very much.
0: We'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Tommy. Uh, But yeah, like I said, I I talked to a a friend of mine who's one of the, you know, directors. And again, I'm not telling you what it is or whatever, but um, everything's moving forward. And let's just say there's something really cool about it. And uh, I think you're going to dig it. Like I said, something to look forward to towards the end of the year. Um, it was a long time coming too. Let me tell you, this thing, this thing has been, this thing was planned off, planned off, planned off, then on, 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 switch things up. What it's finally rolling on. Just like the biography, just like the Annie thing. Yeah. correct if, if how funny was that though too because you remember it wasn't it the week before they announced yeah, like, exactly okay, we were guys.
0: like we don't know we haven't heard anything is it still <laughs> happening yeah because it was supposed to yeah. come out in
1: january and then you know january february march i'm like fuck this is you know so yeah like i said i i really do think i'm hoping that uh you know kiss uh, keeps putting out this cool stuff every you know three six months or whatever you think about it though guys the AE thing the alive thing and some of those really cool things they were doing like with this some of the destroyer stuff kiss online i, I thought some of this was really cool and in the in the record awards for 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 you know some people collect those and then um you know um with the soundboard thing and this thing that's coming out towards christmas guys that's in one year's time look how much cool fucking kiss stuff came I don't think there's another band. We are just such fucking babies. I'm just talking about the whole Kiss community. You know, Mm -hmm. look, I'm I'm a fan of a lot of other bands. Nobody's doing this sort of thing. Matter of fact, I mean, I was pimping Aerosmith earlier. I don't know if there's anybody else out there that saw this. Brad Whitford, guitar player in Aerosmith, just said, you know, I I don't don't think we're ever going to play again just because we can't get it together. And our age is finally
0: catching up finally
1: caught up with us did you any either one of you see that
0: no no No. i just heard about it
1: yeah brad this was i think yesterday because i'm i'm all over the aerosmith stuff too and and, but here's funny funny so yesterday brad whitford is is in an interview saying hey you know what i'm pretty sure we're done because a we can't get in the same room b our age is just finally it we have nothing going on and then Boom. What did I fucking read today? Ted Nugent's putting out a new record this year. Yeah. He's just going to be starting. Just as a 70s hard rock
0: fan. Deep Purple yeah. is
1: still moving forward with their record. Well,
0: hey, I, it showed up yesterday, the vinyl for the new Cheap Trick album that I ordered finally arrived. There was a new v- Cheap yeah. Trick album. I've We've got new music, full new albums coming from Styx, Dennis DeYoung, Ted Nugent, you got a live kiss album coming out. It's like, what year is this? 1976 yes. or, you know, but Also, too, like, well, and
2: like we've discussed many times on the show, I was talking, we I was with Dr. Marcus, you know, and we were at the steel Panther thing and we were sitting on their bus talking with those guys. And we were talking about
0: this very thing. Like, Did, that did steel Panther steel have their, off. their wigs on or their wigs off?
1: Off. Hold on. Wigs on? Wigs on. Wigs on? Wigs on. And we were talking about that, that very
2: thing that, you know, it's like some of these guys that they're going to end, it's getting near the end for them. So it's important as a music fan to go to some of these festivals. That's the easiest, cheapest way for you guys to find new music. There's a lot of great bands out there and a lot of uh, musicians who are influenced by KISS, Ted Nugent and all the other bands and artists you love that are making some great records, but you're never going to know it if you don't leave the house. So get out there and see some live music. I'm telling
1: you, it'll change things for you. Matter of fact, my, my, the new Buck Cherry should be in my mailbox very soon, too. Bingo! And they just hit the road, and our buddy Billy Rowe is the, the guitar player now yep. in Buck Cherry. How cool yep. is that? I fucking you know? love... That's one of... My, it's funny. I I absolutely fucking love buck cherry of every one of the records oh, i know great speaking, ra- speaking of radio shows i've got at least half a dozen you know master cd radio that they played you know whatever um I'm trying yeah. to think of anyway we should have billy back on
0: yeah he's never on when i was here, right hmm?
1: i billy, don't billy wasn't
0: I don't billy's think so. been on but i don't remember if you were here or not i think no, you were, were on the no, team he but you may not man. have been around yeah,
2: and he was not a member of Buck Cherry at the time.
0: Because yeah. Kevin Ronigan
2: retired last year. And then he, Billy he, took he, he over.
0: when Billy was on, he was promoting the new Jet Boy album.
2: Oh, yeah. okay. We need I to have it. Billy on. Yeah, we need to have Billy back on.
0: I'll put him down on the list. Yeah. But you know, get out there and see some new
2: music
1: because you'll find some new bands you can follow. Well, he, let's let's, let's Even pimp, though they're not new. Let's pimp the new Buck Cherry song. That, that's classic oh. Buck Cherry. That, that yeah, that was so the new the Blackfield Field. Brides. Right, and the new Blackfield
2: Brides stuff that Andy's doing. Pfft, fantastic. You know, and then there's there's newer stuff by In This Moment. Avatar has a new record coming out. Um, who else? There's so much stuff. You know, get out there. See some new music. Oh, there, there's going to be a new garbage record coming out. They're going on tour this summer with Alanis Morissette. And Look at the time.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, I
2: think. Hey, there are people that are, just as you
0: there's not a single three sides of listener who's a garbage fan, except for Tommy.
2: I did. De- uh, that's not true, because I met a bunch of them on the cruise when I was on the Kiss cruise.
0: Uh, you that thought totally they were talking about it. garbage? Mm-hmm. The band? They were asking you what kind of garbage is Mark going to eat tonight.
2: No, that's the is
0: question.
1: Yeah, look, I actually eat well. It's I don't know yeah. how fucking Izzy, like, can keep walking and functioning.
0: Oh, God, his arteries <laughs> have got to be so freaking solid. It's not even funny. All I know is that if there's any
1: wind, you want to walk upwind of him. Hey, look, I've look, I yeah, i got a wife who's an incredible cook. I mean, just an incredible cook. We're yeah, eating, we're eating fresh, good stuff here.
0: So, um. Mm-hmm. And, and anyways oh, uh, you know, Is Izzy, Izzy's not somebody who does exercise Izzy's exercise is to get out of bed and, his beer up to and, his mouth. and go back to bed
1: <laughs> yeah or lifting a beer up to his mouth speaking of I had to go to my chiropractor on Monday my fucking ankles from my bike road or I was bike riding so much this week and my fucking ankle froze up <laughs> he fucking pulled that thing out I was about ready to scream man Boy, it felt so much better. But uh, anyways, uh, can we go now? <laughs> it's got to be about an
0: it, hour, right? It, 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 yeah, it's been just over an yeah. hour. Have we done enough KISS? Is there anything For, more we need to talk about KISS-wise?
2: What about what Mark had brought up about the singles? Dude,
0: that's going to take forever. Dude, that's going to take forever. And frankly, Mark is just going to do nothing but talk about It's My Life.
1: That's mm-hmm. true.
0: So just so you know, you know people we should do for that for-
1: we should we should do that for the seventies, eighties, and nine. we and we could make we could get a couple three episodes. And and, and and I I, I,
0: I I love the idea, but I think we have to make a rule. Not that Mark is gonna follow any goddamn. No, rule. I follow no, me. Yeah, why it's rules? gotta be it's gotta be songs that were actually released on the album you can't sit here and go this would have been on, a great single but it was an unfinished demo that was never released
1: oh hold on hold on, hold on. instead of rules how about if we use the term guidelines because <laughs> then we can get out of our lane and then no one will go that fucking i think bastard. it's and more fun it's more
0: fun to try and keep mark within the lanes and watch him just struggle with playing by the rules. Because I, I don't know about the rest of you guys. Here's your home here's your homework question. <laughs> Do you want Mark to go on another rant about how it's my life was a missed opportunity? <laughs> if you if say yes, serious. if we say if you say yes, hear it. then Mark is allowed to break the rules. If you say no, then <laughs>
1: I'm breaking them anyway. You can, what do you go on? Plus, I came up with this stupid fucking idea anyway. That gives me carte blanche. Do, uh, do I, I, when
0: when so oh. just so you guys know, you know, we're always on on instant messenger and, and every once in a while we throw out <laughs> these ideas. And Mark threw out this idea, which I mean here, let me let me find it and I'll I'll read it to you word for word. Um uh where is it here? Where is Mark's post? Come on.
1: Here we go. It's after
0: the one where Here Tommy we go. was cruising. So Mar- Mark goes, in case media. we need it, because in case we need a topic. We'll <laughs> um, Mark goes, in case we need it, did the label get it right? Did Cast Black, Polygram, Universal miss a quote, single opportunity? Which singles that were released never, in your opinion, had a chance? which song or songs would have been better as a single choice? And of course, Tommy's like, I like the idea. Um, and I replied back, great topic. <laughs> as long as you don't mention it's my life. Cause as soon as Mark goes, which song or songs would have been a better single choice. I knew he was setting himself up to talk about it's my life again.
1: I sort of got oh, yeah. to think about that, but it, it, it that was the first thing I thought
0: of. It's like, here we go, Tommy. We're going to hear about how It's My Life should have been the lead-off single from Creatures of the Night. It was never released well, on the A, album, it so it can't
1: been. be discussed. Which, A, it should have been.
0: Um, Mark, to, so to, to follow your rules, when we get to the discussion huh? about the Kiss box set, then you can say the box set should have released It's My Life as the single.
1: Okay. As Mr. Wonka said, so you have to speak. I'm a trifle deaf in this ear. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was
0: uh, Colonel Sanders. It was. Willie oh Wonka. my uh, God! <laughs> yes, no, that was Willy Wonka. It's, oh, it's, I know, guys. It's but so he's much. About uh, it's so much fun. It's so much fun recording with Mark because we come up with these great ideas, and then he just goes <laughs> off and does this. <laughs> I mean, the perfect yeah, but- exa- the perfect example was the three sides of the coin kiss trivia episode. Mm-hmm. He hated it, mm-hmm. hated answering those questions. Yet he got every single one of them right.
2: <laughs> I don't know what to say.
0: Uh, either do we? I mean, we try, we try, but you know, unless we have Liz standing behind Mark with an electric cow poker. Going.
1: Oh fuck! I just remember the lightning game starts started. All right, now we do have to go. So, I think it started So 30. what? What's it's the light- NHL playoffs? Hello. That's the only thing that rivals my kiss fandom.
0: If if the North Stars aren't in the, it, I don't care about playoffs. the playoffs. What's that? If the North Stars are not in the playoffs, I don't care. <laughs>
1: I, I was a big Gump Worsley fan when I was a kid.
0: So was Lisa. <laughs> Green sucks. You guys remember <laughs> Gump Worsley, don't you? Oh God, yes. Lisa's got <laughs> some Gump. Awesome. Li, Lisa's yeah. got some Gump Worsley stories. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, you guys. There, Green you sucks. know that. That's it. That was a very loose episode. Your homework. Do you want Mark? Well oh, there's, go, a bit of, ki- there's quite life. a bit of kiss too. We sprinkled it in there. A little seasoning. Homework. Do you want to hear Mark talk about It's My Life again?
1: Fuck no. I don't even want to hear it. Yet you're going to. (laughs) Oh, of course I am. Because it's right and it's logical.
0: Mark is like, my arm hurts every time I do this, and he just keeps doing it.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my eyes, <laughs> All right. Can we say good night? All right. So
0: that—that's your homework question. Hopefully, um, next week, somewhat of a pseudo guest.
1: Ooh, that's gonna be a good one.
0: Next we week. will. We will. We're bringing back somebody we had on earlier. And does he get a jacket? No, he's no nothing. Maybe a. He's sweatshirt. not there yet. Not quite yet. If we do a bunch yeah. of his interviews, we will. And we've got a never-before-released interview with Sean Delaney that we're going to play for everybody and then discuss what Sean talks about. So you could say next week, our guest is Sean Delaney. Yeah, from the
1: grave.
0: Theoretically, yeah. Theoretically, we've got an interview that's never been heard before. Um, so that's next week, we've got somebody from Sirius XM coming up in a few weeks, hopefully we'll get this guest who's canceled a few times nailed down and scheduled because I know I know it's going to be a great show. And um, that's, that's it, people, three sides of the coin if you're watching on YouTube subscribe follow us on Spotify subscribe on iTunes check us out on Twitch and we will see everybody next week
1: so you love the show go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of three sides of the coin thanks